0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti-Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. We're from Fantasy Alarm. We're here on the Sawdust Podcast Network. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, liking, and subscribing. What's up, Ronis? How you doing, man?
1: <laughs>
0: doing fine, man. Just another day. Just another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, creeping ever so gently into, uh, into fantasy football season. Uh I'm I'm almost at the point right now where I'm like just fucking start the season already, man. I'm 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 done with the research, I'm done with the drafts, and I still have a ton of drafts ahead of me here. So my calendar is uh is all sorts of full and and I'm just I'm I'm tired. I'm tired, man. I'm tired.
1: Um I feel you on that. I'm definitely tired today. Uh woke up early, so it's not not in the cards for me, uh, but I feel you on that. Like, you kind of just want to get it started ready. We have two more preseason games. So many starters aren't playing. So, yeah, we are in that mode now. And, you know, I think, I mean, I think the hardcore player obviously has been drafting those, doing best balls and stuff. But I think the home leagues really, I'd say more next weekend than this is, I'd say, when they really start to kick in, right? Don't you think for, like, home leagues will really start next weekend?
0: Um, yeah, probably next weekend is, uh, is where it's at. I mean, I don't think a lot of people I'm just looking at my calendar right now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got an auction draft, uh, this, this coming Thursday, uh, the GST on Sunday, but then, yeah, then I've got, I got a draft on Monday, a draft on Tuesday, a draft on Wednesday, um, a, a league that I'm the commissioner for that I have to oversee the draft. That's on Thursday. I'm not even in the league. It's the uh, Man Smart, Woman Smarter league. So it's the uh, all women's league that uh, that uh, you know Fantasy Alarm sponsors. So I've got that. So all of next week, I am uh, I'm booked solid, and then uh, and then I get to go away for a week, and then come back to another round of of drafts before the season starts on uh on Tuesday and Wednesday, the seventh and the eighth season doesn't start until the ninth.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit later. It is a little bit later.
0: yeah. Yay. So, so many drafts, so many, th- how many more drafts do you have? You probably have a ton too.
1: Yeah. I don't know exactly how many I'm trying to not add too many. Um, I'll probably wind up doing like, uh, an RT sports. One of those, uh, what is it, 250 entry fee ones? Probably do one of those. Someone Probably wanted Draft sh- Masters? No, no, no. no. The, their, the, their championship that they have. They're kind of high stakes. Isn't that called Draft Masters? What's it called? I don't – Draft Masters? That sounds like a best ball. I don't you, know what it's
0: you called. You sound like a best ball. How about that? Let me see. Oh. Football. Commissioner. Let's see. Money Leagues. What do we got? There's a the best ball. There's the All-American. No, that's cheapy. Um. Oh, the fantasy just the it's just called the fantasy championship.
1: Yeah, I think that's it.
0: There you go. Yeah, three hundred thousand to the winner, grand mm-hmm. prize. Then so there's a your- well. Then they've just got high stakes fantasy football, ranging from one twenty five to to two grand for an entrance fee. Adam, are you yes. paying two grand for an entrance fee here?
1: No, I'm probably do the the one with the three hundred grand prize. I think
0: the entry fee is two fifty. Um, yeah, it is. It is. Yep, yep so I'll yep. probably
1: do one of those, maybe an NFFC. And that's, and then you know, home league draft GST's this week, home leagues the week after. My friend's old job that we've been doing forever. And I was frustrated because we didn't make the playoffs last year, and I just looked, we won the whole thing two years ago. But I just feel like we should win that league way more than we did. But that's fantasy football, Susan.
0: Uh, <laughs> dude how did your Mets score five runs yesterday man that 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 killed my perfect day I hit all three of my props right and then I hit two out of my three uh best bets with the stupid Mets scoring five runs which uh which which fucked me out of my uh my perfect night thanks a lot stupid well,
1: Mets here's how much faith I have in the Mets right now the game was 4-3 uh, the Giants were up 4-3 in the uh, seventh inning. And I said, you know what? I'm not staying up to watch this shit. So I went <laughs> so I went to take a shower. I'm in the shower right here. An alert. Five seconds later, another alert. Five seconds later, another alert. I said, oh, shit, man. The Giants must be smoking the Mets. So I lean out the shower, grab the phone, and I see uh, Brandon Belt home run. Chris Bryant home run. I was like, "Yep, yeah, all right, good thing I didn't watch this shit." <laughs> and then I get out the shower and I see Jonathan VR two home run at seven five. I said, "Yeah, I'm not getting sucked in. I just hope Jake McGee gets the save since I have him."
0: <laughs> oh, I remember. I was I was like looking, and it was like one nothing in the fourth, and I was like, oh, "Okay, you know, I don't really." You know, I was like trying to unwind from the rest of the night and, uh, you know, and just kind of just chill out and not think about the bets or anything. I was like, you know, all I right, I've already already turned a, a sick profit for the night. So I felt great about that. So, you know, I was like, all right, I'll just I'll check that in the, uh, in the, you know, in the middle of the night when I when I when I do my my annual, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning and my uh, bladder is being squeezed by my uh, by my big fat stomach. Um, so, so I checked it in the middle of the night, but I like totally checked out and like, just, just chilled for the rest of the night thinking, come on. Right. I mean, it's the Mets. They, they, they couldn't possibly screw me on both bets, but at least one, they did. Thanks a lot. I, I, you know, and I immediately, I like looked at my phone, uh, before I went and, uh, and got up, and you know, to, to take that whiz in the middle of the night. And I was like, damn you, Adam Ronis. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> cursing you even in the middle of the night, my friend. I'm used to it. Are you, though? Do you, do you, does you, are your ears burning at all when that happens? I mean, you don't. You have no idea because when I get up to, to pee and I'm cursing you at 3 o'clock in the morning, my time, it's 6 a.m. your time. There's zero chance you're awake.
1: Uh, sometimes I'm awake just because I'll wake up, look at my phone, and be like, 6 a.m.? No way am I getting up now. Back to sleep. Um, but yeah, but I did wake up early today. You know, sometimes you have to make sacrifices if you want to do something. So I had to get up early today. It is kicking my ass now.
0: Poor baby. Poor baby.
1: I know, know, man. Trust me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't feel for you, man. Come on. I mean, you didn't even stay up late. You weren't even on alarm after hours last night.
1: Uh, I was up late though. I stayed up to... I just didn't watch the game. I was in, I was at a friend's house. So he at the cables in the basement and I was sitting there. I, you know, I put the, the randomizer for the GST leagues to get the draft order done. A lot of people were like yearning for their spot. Now everyone is paid. So we're good to go. Uh, and then I was sitting there and I'm like, why am I watching this shit? Let me just go take a shower and then, you know, chill. Um, and try and sleep early, but sleeping early for me was like two o'clock. That's sleeping early for me.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I wish the only time I, I'm falling asleep that late is when I got like a like a fistful of pills in me from a show and I'm just wired
1: all. But all you the- tend to wake up earlier though than me. You know what I'm saying? Like your schedule has you wake up earlier. You know, especially. It, you don't, you probably know. I don't know how you are, but when I'm doing the show till 2 a.m., I can't go to sleep immediately. Like I'm up for at least an hour. Like it takes some time to wind down the adrenaline, you know, and sometimes it's 4 a.m. So I go to sleep. So it's tough. I don't know. Are you like that? Can you fall asleep like right away after a late night show?
0: Um, No, not not right away after a late night show when I've done alarm after mm-hmm. hours. um you know and filled in over there I've you know I, I get inside it's eleven o'clock at night for me, so I'm probably up until about you know twelve thirty or one and then i'll and then I'll go to sleep but you know I mean that the problem with getting you know I, I mean I guess it's it's the problem of just being old and and just getting up every single day so early that you know it doesn't matter if i go to I fall asleep at one i'm I'm still up at like five in the morning. Oh my goodness! Just trashes my whole day. But listen, we're not we're not here to piss and moan and whine about. I work in the fantasy sports business and it's so tough because I got to get up early on the West Coast. But no, we're not about that. What I do want to talk about is I want to talk about a little bit about draft position. Adam just said it. The GST, everybody's paid. Um, and draft positions went out. I know where I am. I don't know where Adam is. And so I tell you what, we're going we're gonna to pay a couple of bills here. And on the other side of the break, we're going to talk draft position. Does it matter for us? We'll say that it doesn't matter because, you know, we're used to drafting from pretty much any spot, but different strategies at different points when you're in there. We'll see. Uh, so stick around on the other side of this break. Adam and I draft position. Does it matter? All right, Adam. So you randomized the draft order. And I got to tell you, man, I saw that and could not have been happier like that to me. I'm picking 11th out of 12. I mean, you obviously could have given me the wheel and that would have been even more delicious. But (laughs) I love being on the I love being there at the tail end of the draft. Where are you drafting from
1: third? Yeah, I'm not happy about it.
0: Why aren't you happy about it?
1: Uh, Because I think sometimes the player you can get at three, you can get at seven or eight. I just don't think there's a clear cut number three. Um, So, yeah, I just wasn't really happy about it. I mean, again, I'll deal with it. And um, my biggest thing is I'm picking next to Chris Vaccaro. He's picking number two. And we tend to think alike. So I know he's going to snipe picks for me. I'll probably do the same to him. So, you know, that's my thing is I'm picking next to a really sharp player. He's an NFFC Hall of Famer. Right. So uh, I didn't like seeing that. Um, but, hey, you know what? You're facing good competition. You just – you go against who you go against. So um, and uh, in my league, too, is Joe Galena. For, so he's in this league, too. He's picking eighth. Uh, Scott Angles 10. Uh, the post uh Jared Wilk and drew Loftus they're picking 12 so those are some of the people you know
0: okay um all right I mean before we get to to mine and how much I, I love because I don't you know I don't I don't know some of I know uh, speed Zypher, cipher cipher speed Dave Martinez Zypher. yeah
1: he actually won two years ago
0: right he's a he's a friend of yours I don't know who it's raining Sven
1: uh he's a he's been a listener I guess of serious XM for a while He's okay. actually pretty good. He's pretty, he's, he's, uh, you're the top in the GST baseball league.
0: So those two guys are the, th- that's who's bookending me. Cypher is right in front of me. I feel like Cypher and I were drafting next to each other again last year, also. Um, so yeah, he's 10th. Uh, I'm 11th. And then, uh, it's raining. Sven is, uh, is picking on the wheel. So I like that. And then I like, you know, Jen's over in the middle. Billy Hayes is a pick away from me. Um, Medina Saad, isn't that uh Salfino? Yeah. Yeah. See, he's all the way up at third. So I don't have to worry about him. Truck is picking number one. So I don't have to worry about him stealing my guys. So I, I felt good about that. But uh, talk to me about picking third because, okay. The the first two picks you would think would be McCaffrey Cook, right? That's just kind of what conventional wisdom has. Um, do you see one or two kind of doing the uh, maybe the Travis Kelsey move uh, no. or anything like that?
1: Nah, I think it'll be McCaffrey
0: Cook. Okay, and so who do you have ranked third? Uh, I'm Zeke for me right now is third. And and that so that upsets you as a Cowboys fan. No, it having, doesn't upset me. But you can take
1: Zeke. No, because you can you might be able to get him at five or six in some leagues. So you know what I mean. It's like, well, if I can get him a couple spots later and then get an earlier pick in round two. So I mean, look, it's just there's no. I don't think there's a consensus number three. People, some people say Kamara. I think there's some concern. Who's the quarterback going to be? Is that offense going to be good? You know, will they have as many scoring opportunities? You know, some people might say, Derrick Henry, he's safe. Uh, You could make a case for Devontae Adams. It just, you kind of want to get a running back. Again, you don't want to force it, but you probably want to get a running back in round one. Because you know, in round two, you're going to get a good receiver. You know it. Like, if you want to go running back receiver, there's going to be more than likely a receiver you really like at the end of round two.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, come on. You're going to end up, you're going to do like Zeke and DK Metcalf are going to be your top two. Nah, Scott Engel's in this, so he's going to take DK Metcalf, Ah. (laughs) early. Curse you, Scott Engel. Right. He's going to take DK in the first round. He's going to take Lamar Jackson with his second pick. Yeah, I don't think he's doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um... All right, so so you're not thrilled with with picking third, yeah. I mean, listen, I don't know. I mean, to me, it doesn't. But I just like being closer to the ends than I do to being closer to the middle. You know, I feel like, you know, when you're at the ends of the round, you can sit there and you can say, all right, well, you know, you you have. I think you have a better shot at like starting trends or starting a run as opposed to having to decide when you're sitting in the middle being like, do I want to get caught up in this run or do I want to deviate from what everybody else is doing? Like that's, you know, uh, to me, it's funny. It's the, to me, there are less options when you're in the middle as opposed to on the end.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's different for everyone. Everyone has a preference. I've done drafts uh, from the three spot this year. So again, I'm, I'm willing to draft from anywhere. It really doesn't matter, but it's not ideal. Like if you said, Hey, you can pick three. Um, I'll be like, eh, I don't know about that. You know, I don't really love it. Yeah. Uh, get- that- uh, I
0: was just say, um, you know, I'm getting Nick Chubb at 11, right? Um, probably, I don't know. Will Jen take him at seven? I don't know if Jen- the only way Jen would do it is if she was trying to fuck with,
1: why she's not that high on Chubb like that?
0: I mean I just think I'm generally higher on Nick Chubb than than most people and if you're looking at, you know, I mean she's there at, at pick 7. So if you think McCaffrey, Cook, uh, you know, Zeke, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, like you know, if you if you just want to put conventional wisdom on those five right there, then you know, pick 6 and 7 all of a sudden it's like well, do I take Devonte Adams? Do I take, you know, some people might think of Travis Kelsey at that point. Um, so I think that there are, I think, you know, she's got a, a couple of more options that would kind of put her off from Nick Chubb.
1: But yeah, uh, you know, Chubb is very tricky because some people have him as a first rounder and others have him ranked as a second round pick. So I guess it depends on uh, what the drafter feels about him. So yeah. you there is a good chance you do get him at 11.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, well, I mean you also have to see where everybody views Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Eckler is, uh, is is another option there. Who else we got there besides I think Devontae Adams is really the only first rounder we're looking at. Ah, maybe somebody does take Chubb in front of me.
1: Kelsey. Someone will probably take Kelsey, I think, in round one of both of them.
0: Yeah. So if you think the the top five running backs there, Adams and Kelsey. I mean, I could see Nick Chubb going here and uh, picks eight, nine or ten. Somebody will do that. It's possible. I
1: think it's probably 50-50 that you get them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm like looking through it. I mean, I would love it if like everybody in this league was like, Oh, no, it's PPR. I don't want to take him. <laughs> I could be like, yeah, boy. Fuck your body over. Let's see.
1: Let's see. Let me go. Yeah, to- I, I got I got picked 12 in my home league. So
0: oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. I don't Oh, like I it. love that. My friend has seven. He's like, I'll trade you straight up. I'm like, we don't trade draft picks, bro. <laughs> he doesn't like seven.
0: Yeah, I'm not really a fan of seven either. Again, seven is that Kelsey, Devontae Adams, or do I go with the running back? Maybe, I, you know, maybe I should start talking up uh, a little Tyreek Hill, Aaron Jones. Maybe I'll have to do that. Somebody might take Barkley. Oh, God, please don't leave Barkley for me at 11. That would <laughs> bum me out, dude.
1: Yeah, I, I, there's probably a couple Giants fans in this league, so I don't know who's the Giants fan. Well, Truck is. He won't take them. Okay. Uh, my friend at four is a Giants fan. He will not take Barkley at four. Um, Billy Hayes is an Eagles fan. Who does Dane like? I don't know who Dane likes. Is he a Giants? I'm not sure. He's, he might be Giants or Jets. He's a New York guy. That doesn't mean he likes a New York team, but... Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Barkley could be there for you. That's the thing with this year, man. It's it's after the top two, man, it can go anywhere. That's the thing this year. It really is. Like, we know the players, but like the order is just off the charts. Like I've seen Derrick Henry go three, I've seen him fall to eight or nine. You know, yeah. same thing with Zeke. I've seen Zeke go three, I've seen him fall to eight. Uh, Eckler, I've seen him go six, I've seen him go in the second round. Kelsey, you've seen, you know, go. Five, six, sometimes late first. Aaron Jones, I've seen his, it's a wide disparity. So it's just, and sometimes you might see some weird stuff too. I mean, last year, I remember in our league, I think I had picked four last year. I think Vicaro had won and he messaged me. He's like, yo, we are on the wrong side of the draft because like they were pulling players up the board and taking w- weird picks. And I, we were like, damn, if we were there, we would got gotten this guy, this
0: guy, and this guy. Shit. <laughs> Should be interesting. I'll, I'll probably end up now that now that I'm like looking at it and breaking it down. I'm probably looking at like like Eckler and Antonio Gibson at eleven, which not not the worst thing in the world no. to have. That's the thing. And like these types of draft, you you can kind of map out your
1: first four to five rounds and have an idea. After that, it's like wild guard. But you can like map it out and be like, all right, this is the group I'm choosing from here, and you can kind of you can kind of plan out your first five rounds. But as I've always said, the draft could throw you curves and you'd be like, oh, wow, I didn't expect to get. Like last year, I took Dalvin Cook at four. Aaron Jones came back to me and I was stunned. I was like, really? I'm like, damn, the hate has gone too far. And and I was not high on Aaron Jones last year. Like, I was like, he's not a first round pick. I'm not taking him. But when you talk about late second round, after I have Dalvin Cook, yeah, I'm going to take him there. Because I remember someone saying to me, I thought you don't like Aaron Jones. I'm like, I didn't like him at his draft price. But right. at that, I think the hate went too far. If I'm getting him at pick, what would that have been? 21? Like, come on, bro. As a RB2 behind Cook and the Packers offense. Yeah, we all knew he was not going to score as many touchdowns as he did two years ago. But I was like, yeah, at that point, I'm going to take him. So I didn't expect that. I wouldn't have mapped that out. That's the problem. I would have went, all right, i got, I'm going to go Cook it for maybe a receiver too. two. I wouldn't have had Aaron Jones. In in if I was planning it out because I wouldn't have expected to make it like I told you there was some there was some weird picks late first early second I was just like what the hell's going on here so but you you can kind of map it out you know especially if you're an eleven you kind of know and even yeah I think eleven you can map it out third you can map it out and you know and then you look at it you go okay do I like this start yeah I do like this start if I can get it I'm gonna go this way and then just be ready to pivot if uh, things. Uh, Go a little crazy.
0: Yeah, I would love to see things go a little crazy. Now I'm thinking, man, maybe I should be that guy. Maybe I should be that crazy person. Right? Why
1: not? Dude, if you like the player, it doesn't matter. Like, if you truly believe, hey, this guy's going to have a big year, do it. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of times, you know, like last year, Calvin Ridley was a player, like Chris Godwin a couple years ago. I'm like, I really like him, man. I'm taking him. And I, early, or all the early drafts, I was getting him third, fourth round. By the time we got to September, the dude was going
0: late second round. No, oh, I'm talking about like, you know, Stefan Diggs in the first round and take Josh Allen in the second. Well, just get my bills stacked. Well, you could. I mean, they're I mean, <laughs> they this this is, I mean,
1: it is an overall technically. Um, but you know, you can win your league. So there's a couple of different most points matter. So there's a couple of different ways to to cash in here. Um, but yeah, I mean Allen, I don't know. There's a there's probably a couple people that push him up because it's six points for a passing touchdown, but I don't see him going in the second. He'll probably no, go he'll go in the fourth. It'll Mahomes will go in the third, Allen will go in the fourth, and then in the fifth, you'll see Kyler, Dak, Lamar is my guess.
0: Mm. Gotta find that oddball stack that nobody else is on. Um, <laughs> right. Like, like uh, like the, the, the Jimmy Garoppolo, Raheem Mostert, Debo ah, Samuel. You, you got Here's a cheap one. That's very
1: affordable. You can get golf, <laughs> golf, Williams, Hawkinson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've done it actually now in two drafts. I've done the super late, like with my, like my last, like and my last five picks, the Tevin Coleman, Zach Wilson, Keenan Cole, or Keelan Cole uh, stack for the Jets.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> In a best ball, there's one game out there somewhere yeah. that the Jets will do that for me.
1: Yeah, you hope that it's like <laughs>
0: playoff week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... Wow, you know, I mean, listen, I it's kind of funny, man. I was like all jazzed up for 11. And then I'm like looking, and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, damn.
1: No, 11's good, man. Somebody's going to take
0: Chubb from me now. I mean, look, I think
1: I think, one, two, and then like the last three is probably the best, right? What did you say? Like one, two, and then 10, 11, 12?
0: Yeah, that's where I want to be. I want to either be one, two, 10, 11, or 12. That's where I want to be. And then if I had to go, you know, beyond that, then it would be like three and four. Yeah, I mean, look, three and
1: four comes down to your perspective. You know, you might have a player that's three and four that you have above the rest. If you do, then yeah, that spot is fine, too, especially since you, you know, a little bit earlier in round two. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, my home league, I have 12 and then this other league, they did the drawing today. I have nine. So I'm, I'm, I'm OK with that.
0: Um yeah, I mean this, I got the the draw, I got the wheel in uh in the sports illustrated league, so I'm psyched about that. I don't have I don't have my draft position for anything else. I, I think I signed up, or you know, somebody was signing me up for uh FFPC, and I think I, I get my early draft spot there. I'm kind of hoping I'm somewhere in the back. Every time I do the FFPC, like somehow it, it always randomizes me to the middle of the draft. Every year. Every year I've done the FFPC, I'm in the middle of the draft. I never get a an, an end pick. Kind of bums me out.
1: Well, maybe it'll be different this year.
0: Well, you know, I, I like your optimism there, Adam. I really do. I really do. <laughs> but overall, man, seriously, does draft position matter?
1: I mean, if you know the player pool and you listen to us and you have the draft guide on fantasylorm.com, you'll be well prepared. You can draft from anywhere. Like, that's why I do as many best balls too, is to prepare. I've drafted from, I know I've drafted from one, two, three, four, twelve, eleven. 12, um, 11. I did eight for the FSGA, nine for the Flex Super Flex League. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, look, the, the, the part, bad part is you know you're out on a certain amount of players, right? If you really like someone, Mm-hmm. you kind of know like, damn, I'm not going to get them usually, unless you push them up the board. Like if you're, I'm picking third. So I don't know. What's an example. Uh, I mean, the first two rounds Um, someone that goes in the mid of the mid end of the third round, I'm probably not getting, unless I push them up to the early third. And, and do I want to probably not because I probably have a couple other players. So, you know, like when you're picking a certain spot, all right, I'm probably not going to get this guy. So that's the only downfall. And if you really want that player, then you push him up. People are like, oh, my God, he took this player in early third round. And you go, well, I think he's going to break out. So I'm not going to get him when he comes back. I'll take him down. And, you know, sometimes you could be right. But that's the only – that's the one thing with draft position is you know sometimes like, oh, man, I'm not going to get this player. Usually it's the first few rounds because if it's middle to late, you can push him up. Two rounds. You know, what if you really like someone? Oh, they're ADP's round 10. I can't take them. No, nah, you could take them a nine and even eight, right? I mean, at that point, if again, if you truly believe, take the player.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always been of that, that, you know, again, that's that's been my philosophy always. If you believe in the player and and you want the player, especially like when you're sitting there on the ends of your draft, like to not, you know, if you know that you're not going to get a guy coming back, make the move. Make the money. Yeah. You have to, this is your team. You have to like your team. You have to be, you know, excited about who you've taken and stuff. And, and, you know, the last thing you want is a team of like, oh yeah, well, I mean, I had to go by ADP and I was looking at this and I felt like I had to take this guy here. You don't like that. You don't have to do anything. Draft the way you want to draft. Like that to me is the, uh. Probably the the most important thing. I mean, this is
1: probably not the best example because baseball has a deeper player pool. But Trevor Rogers, Carlos Rodon, Freddie Peralta—I was pushing those guys up rounds. I'm like, I don't care. You know what? I'm not mm-hmm. waiting. I'm gonna take these guys because I think they could, and I know that people listen. Like, oh yeah, you picked all the guys that worked out. No, those were guys I was on. There was there was probably. Because probably they're, they've been cut for my team. There's probably a couple guys in there, too, that didn't work out that you just cut. But yeah. uh, you push those guys up, man. So, you know, the guys that you really like in rounds 9 to 14, man, if there's someone there, don't wait. Especially if you, you know you're in a competitive league with sharp people, there's going to be a couple other people thinking the same thing. So don't sit there and wait and then go, oh, man, I should have taken him earlier. Why did I wait? Now, this guy pushed him up around. I knew it nah just just take him if you believe in him. If you've done enough research uh, or you've heard us convince you enough and you believe and trust our opinions, push that player up, man.
0: Push that player up. Don't be afraid of it. You know what? I think that's a good time to uh to just kind of drop the mic on today's show. uh not normally our our are long fun and exciting drawn out argue with each other, but You know, I got to go record with Mish and Adam's super tired. (laughs) Don't blame
1: me for this shit. Get to
0: bed early. (laughs) But that is going to do it for us here. Just a little talk on draft position. Uh, You know, they can't all be award winners. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can.
1: This will be right up there.
0: Of course it is. You know why? Because it's Adam Ronas and Howard Bender. And this has been Andy Up. And thanks so much for everybody for liking, subscribing, and listening. We'll catch you next time.